I look at the ski resorts as that weekend country club getaway for the affluent and for those white folks of privilege. That's the way it was established. Uh, that's the way it's been run. Families pass on their their homes to the same uh, white audience that is prevalent at these resorts. Um, we don't fear that. Um, we actually embrace it because we love the outdoors as much as anyone else does. Brings a little style. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Just look at look at our our attire. Look at our jackets. <laughs> um, you know that that's 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 the quick identifying marker. Welcome to Explore Big Sky with Hori Marmot, where we take you inside the stories that matter in Montana's Gallatin Valley. We are your hosts, Joe and Michelle, Michelle Borden. Borden, the only one that counts. This ski season has gotten off to a slow start, but things are about to pick up in a big way as the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports heads to Big Sky for its annual summit. On the heels of celebrating their 50th anniversary summit last year in Vail, they're ready to bring some much-needed diversity to our area. Organization President Henry Rivers stops by to preview this year's event scheduled for February 24th through March 2nd. Yeah. I mean, it's not a small organization. It's not a no. cute little thing. Yeah, just it's like 5,000 members exactly. nationwide. Yeah, over 5,000. They... They come strong. A good good time gang. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna show up and spend buku dolares. Yeah, like they did in Vale. I know. Yeah, Vale's getting better snow than we are right now. I'll I, say it. I I would be surprised if everybody is not. <laughs> my getting sister better is snow skiing snowmass, and she was like, the "Powder was so deep, it was like up to my thighs." I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll play catch up here, but uh, it'll be nice to have a National Brotherhood in town. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Heck yeah, there'll uh, be a lot of snow by February 24th. That's right. Yeah, they they played it just about perfect. Um, we we don't normally release podcasts on the weekend, but we're doing it this weekend because Joe is a tyrant. It is cold. Slave driving. It's master. cold outside, and there's nothing better to do than yeah, stay inside and. Listen to your favorite podcast. Let uh, let our voices keep you warm. Oh, uh, you guys, I love canceled plans, and that is exactly what this weekend is. Uh, uh, Smith's barrage. debate was canceled. His ski was canceled. Ski school, ski school. canceled. Yeah, everything Wallace's shut down. Game, uh, nothing. Nothing's happening but me and my pajamas. You know what's on? The fire. The fire is the on. The fire's on. I thought you were about to say another football game. I'm like, no. what is it? What is I it, mean, Joe? It would be NFL so right football. now. There was a kid in my class today with an Alabama hat on. And I made him nervous because hmm. I was like, hey, you, War Eagle. And he kind of looks at me, he goes, oh, this is where I want to go to school. And I was like, of course you do. <laughs> Smart child. Send me his information. I'll <laughs> try to hook him up once he gets to T-Town. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, Show him all let's the get on to, to to the conversation with Henry Rivers. Let's do. But before we do that, this episode oh, is there business was to take care brought of? to you by Explore Big Sky. Explore Big Sky is Big Sky's trusted media source. Since its first print newspaper hit stands in 2010 under Outlaw Partners local ownership, 
EBS has evolved with the growing community it serves, bringing quality, fair, and accurate news to its audience through timely digital delivery, as well as a bi-monthly print paper. And digital delivery is digital delivery. A proud history indeed. <laughs> EBS has launched a new easy subscription service that ships one year of bi-monthly news for only $50, no matter how far you are from Big Sky. They'll send it to you. Michelle punched me. I'm not sure. In why. the tit. Visit. I was trying to get you to mess up your ad read because mine wasn't perfect. Visit explorebigsky.com <laughs> and select subscribe to get started. This is a brand new service. Hey. This is exciting. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you live. They will send you the paper. Heck yeah. You'll know so what's all those happening. fans of the Big Sky, subscribe. You like know, and subscribe. You know what? I'm so it's inspired by this. It's a fun, small town. I'm going to throw in the podcast too. We will deliver the podcast to you wherever you are. Ever you are. Digitally. Duh. Yeah. Wow. For free. If oh you're my paying gosh. for the subscription this is a service, new service, we Brand include new. the podcast. Yeah. That's pretty great. You should have been in sales, not me. I'm so sick. Of, I can't do sales one more day in my life. Generous. We are very generous here at Hori Marmot. Thank you guys so much. Uh, check for being that our out. listeners. That's right. And, um, and let's talk to our newest listener, Henry, Henry. Rivers. Henry. Here we are. I'm with Henry Rivers, the president of the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports, formerly National Brotherhood of Skiing, I guess. Now that's skiers. That's skiers. That's okay. Correct. And uh, your national retreat this year is coming to Big Sky. Last year, you brought three thousand members to Vail. Spent. $10 million in a week. Are you expecting similar numbers this year in Big Sky? Well, not similar. Um, last year was our 50th anniversary, and it's our summit. Uh, we anticipated larger numbers. This year, being at Big Sky, we don't anticipate that many, but we're definitely over the 700 mark, closer to 1,000. Okay. Um, so we would anticipate a good three, $3 million is going to be dropped there in a week. I, nobody's going to complain about that. That's pretty good stuff. That, and that's still a, a nice turnout. You got plenty of rides. I can fit up to seven in my SUV if you need extra help. <laughs> we appreciate that totally. But you're in good shape. You have all your ducks in a row. Are you looking forward to coming to Big Sky? Oh, uh, you know, the last time we were in Big Sky was 1983. Uh, so many of our members that are are present members now probably have not been to Big Sky or didn't go to that summit. Safe to say. So we are definitely anticipating it. Um, you know, our our membership loves to ski all over. You know, so this is an added treat to get Big Sky on off of their bucket list because Big Sky is probably on everybody's bucket list. I I would hope so. I think it's pretty great. Uh, had were you with the organization last time it came to Big Sky? How long have you been with the NBS? Unfortunately, not. I started with the NBS back in 1996, um, so that was about 13 years prior to my joining the organization. Um, if I had known about it back then, I would have definitely been there. <laughs> well, a lot of things have changed since 1983, uh, but one thing remains the same: it is still a painfully white mountain. <laughs> You've basically called ski resorts uh, frozen country clubs. Give me an idea of what your experiences have been like as an African-American skier. 
it's the same as every other African-American skier. You know, we're coming to a lily white environment. As I said uh, many times, I look at the ski resorts as that weekend country club getaway for the affluent and for those white folks of privilege. That's the way it was established. Uh, that's the way it's been run. Families pass on their their homes to the same uh, white audience that is prevalent at these resorts. Um, we don't fear that. Um, we actually embrace it because we love the outdoors as much as anyone else does. Um, what the inclusion of people of color into that sport and into this this part of the outdoor environment, it's all good. It's It brings much more uh, I, I use the word diversity. I don't like using diversity so much, but it brings so many different aspects to the outdoors. Brings a little style. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> Just look at look at our our attire. Look at our jackets. <laughs> um, you know that that's 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 the quick identifying marker. But if you watch how we ski, um, you know I've been in PSIA for twenty plus years. And the motto of PSIA is that when you see a, a professional ski instructor, they all ski the same. Well, you know what? When you do look at PSIA examiners and instructors, they do ski the same. But every one of us skis differently. Yes. You know, and then I love watching my folks and people of color ski. They just have such a flair and 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 they show a different proficiency and a different level than you could ever imagine. Tell me how it's different when you are skiing alone versus when you're skiing with, you know, 3,000 of your friends, 800 of your your friends. Does that change everything? It doesn't change a thing, actually. What it does change, it changes the, the length of my smile. That's what it changes. Um, when I'm skiing, I don't care if I'm skiing by myself or with my family. Uh, I, I'm pretty much skiing to always seek that perfect turn, uh, which which eludes me every turn. But um, <laughs> when I'm skiing with members of the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports, it is just such a happy space. It, you know, you you're transcended into a, an environment that is just so enjoyable, and and you you appreciate enjoying the outdoors with people that look like you and, and have the same passion that you have, you know, but skiing, um, we're all in, and, and I think you as well, or, or riding, don't get, don't get that misinterpreted because I, I love our snowboarders as well. Totally. But, um, you know, when you're, when you're outside enjoying this sport, there's nothing, it, you're by yourself almost, you're in your own space, you're in your own head. And and you just love that feeling of con of control most of the time, uh, <laughs> um, skiing around. Um, but um, it's just it's just an amazing feeling. It is, and I hope you find that perfect turn on the mountain of Big Sky. Uh, let's back up a little bit. Tell me what is the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports? What was the genesis of it? Well, the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports was created by our founders. Uh, Art Clay and Ben Finley back in 1973. Now that the 
thought back then was to get together, uh, fellowship, brotherhood, uh, just skiing together and having a great time and enjoying the outdoors together in a safe environment. That has evolved to a mission where we wanted to identify, develop, and support athletes of color that were going to win international and Olympic competitions representing the United States and to increase winter participation in snow sports. So that's how it, it came about. Initially, it started with just 13 clubs, 13 black clubs across the country. They all got together in Aspen and called it a gathering. That was the start of what 51 years later has become the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports. And how many clubs are there at this point? At this time, we have over 58 clubs. And let me add, we, we support the, the summit. The summit is our annual fundraiser. We're a 100% volunteer nonprofit organization. All the money that we make runs the organization and it supports our Olympic scholarship fund. Our Olympic scholarship fund gives out scholarships to those athletes that we've identified and are supporting so that they can get to an elite status, so that they can hopefully gain a berth on the U.S. ski and snowboard team. That is the goal? So that is the mission. That is the mission. That is the mission. And how close, okay. and how close right are now, you right now? Well, this year we have 29 athletes in disciplines like mogul skiing, freestyle skiing, uh, free free ride skiing, snowboarding, alpine, you know, so we've got those disciplines covered and we, we have one new addition this year in Nordic. So Nordic is is open and Nordic is prime uh, because it's it's accessible in so many communities sure. where you don't see it. Um, so that is an area where we're gonna, going to be applying more pressure, trying to find and recruit and identify those athletes. Um, this summit, though, what we do with the funds, it allows us to help these athletes with their race fees, with their training fees, with their coaching fees, their travel expenses. So it's a great it, it's a it's a great organization to help these young athletes pursue their dreams. That's awesome. I, I, I am inspired uh, by what you guys are doing. I did read about the Jim Dandy Ski Club. That was the first black ski club in the United States, founded in 1958. Is the NBS an offshoot of that? Is it still a club in the NBS? The Jim Dandies are, are they're iconic. You know, they, they are not an offshoot. They were one of the first clubs established in the United States they were one of the founding member clubs of the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports. Uh, they're still very strong, very active. Uh, they support everything the the organization stands for and does. Um, they're, you know, I have. They are the epitome of what we'd like all of our clubs to represent. Oh, that's great! And are the clubs competitive with each other at these retreats? I'm smiling and laughing. Uh, you say competitive. We've got people that have been skiing and have not missed a summit in 51 years. And I mean, 85 years old, still coming out to race against their buddy oh, you're uh, from me. an Ohio club <laughs> or a New York club. So the competitiveness has never died. I think it has been 
uh, a driving force to keep a lot of our members coming year after year. First of all, they love to see their friends from other clubs, but they love to compete against their friends and have bragging rights for the next year on who was faster than who. That's that's so great. Tell me, in these summits, it sounds like you've been to a lot of them. What has been your favorite uh, mountain so far? Huh. I, you know what? I don't have a favorite mountain. If my kids were here, they would tell you Aspen Snowmass. Okay? okay. They love Aspen. Um, I love Vail. I love Jackson Hole. I, I, I love Wyndham Mountain in New York City, in, in New York State. <laughs> um, you know, I really don't care if it's 500 vertical or 3,000 vertical. It doesn't matter. As long as you can make a turn and, and enjoy the outdoors, then, then it's my favorite mountain. There's not a bad mountain is what you're saying. No, not at all. You've been skiing a long time. You started skiing in New York, um, the Catskills, right? That's where you got your start. That's correct. Over a lifetime of skiing, how has the culture changed from your perspective? You know, I've got to look at it. The only way I can look at it is from my, my point of view. Back when I started skiing, I was the only black kid on my mountain, just as I'm sure there was a, a, a black kid on the mountain outside of Chicago skiing, uh, just as it was in, in Colorado, there was a black kid on the mountain skiing. There was nobody else. You know, you were alone. But I think the thing that that links us all together is that we 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 developed a love for this sport. We developed a love for being outside, no matter. And back then, in the 60s, you know, the outer gear, um, your clothing, it wasn't quite up to par. It wasn't what we we um, we have today. So when it was 10 degrees out there and you were freezing, you know, you were you were you were you were crying. <laughs> you know, you were like, oh, my God, my hands are like ice cubes. But. You didn't care because you loved that sport. It, it was It's just so invigorating. It's so thrilling. Um, the adrenaline rush, it's, it's amazing. It's, 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 what we, it's what we all, I think, had in common. So you didn't care that there were eyes on you, that people were staring at you saying, well, what is that black kid doing on this hill? Why is he even here? You know, when you get into the corral, you ski down, you're in the corral. You're the only black person in the corral. Yeah. Um, but I think the mindset of the individuals that were out there uh, learning how to ski and 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 getting their abilities up and, and becoming more proficient as time went on, you really didn't care. You know, you didn't care as long as they didn't physically um attack you or come at you um you you heard words yeah yeah we heard comments but how did we deflect those comments i think we most of us just skied better you know they we just improved our our skill level so that if you wanted to call me something out of my name it didn't matter because i was skiing and i was skiing well you know and it's always great and i'm not putting anybody down but, you know, you want to we always want to show that we ski well, that we that we're proficient at what we're doing. So when they were talking about you and then they said, well, he does ski good, though. You know? <laughs> so they could say whatever they wanted to say and it would just roll off your back and you say, I don't care. 
As long as I wasn't physically accosted or anything, it was good. There you go. Undeniably good at skiing. It doesn't hurt. How many clubs are there in the South? Because I grew up in Alabama and my black friends in Alabama did not like to be cold. So yeah, are you guys yeah. spread out all over the country? Or are you mainly oh, yeah. concentrated yeah, we've got, in areas? We've got clubs, we've got clubs below the Mason Dixon line. Um, you, you, you know, you start <laughs> out with, with the club in, 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 in Washington and DC area, um, black ski. Uh, you keep going south. We have clubs in North Carolina. We've got clubs in Atlanta. We've got clubs in Florida. Um, you name it, we've got them. We've got clubs. My club is the Jazzmatazz Ski Club out of New Orleans. Oh, nice. You know, you don't ski in New Orleans, all right? No. Um, you but, water ski. But we're all <laughs> over. We're everywhere. We've got clubs in Texas, you know, Alabama, Tennessee. You name it, we've got clubs there. All right. Impressive. The, you're, you're doing something right. Tell me about a couple of the athletes that you're excited about right now that you guys are, are supporting. Well, right now, um, we've got a few athletes that, that really show good, great promise. Um, up here in the Northeast, um, Bronson Culver, he's training at SMS, Stratton Mountain School. He's doing very well. Um, he's an alpine skier. Uh, in Chicago, uh, uh, Detroit, rather, we have um, Brian Rice, who is a snowboarder. He just competed in the uh, Toyota Grand Prix out of Copper Mountain. Um, we've got, oh, let's think. We've got Ava Keenan that's competing in Vail. She's a, a mogul skier. Uh, Keenan Supple, he's a free skier. He's out there in Vail as well. We've got uh, quite a few kids that that are, I don't want to say kids, quite a few athletes that show great promise. I think they're they're very close to making or, or obtaining a berth on the U.S. ski and snowboard teams. So we're, we're happy with their progress, and we, we're here supporting their progress all the time. Those are some names to watch. Rising stars. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's great. How can people outside the organization support these athletes? Send the money. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they can go to our website, www.nbs.org. Uh, they can always donate. Again, we're 100% volunteer nonprofit. So everything that we do uh, as far as budgeting and, and supplying scholarships has to be generated through sponsorship and donations. So the general public, we welcome any contributions at all because they all go to our athletes and it's a worthy cause. Cause uh, The kids, the, the athletes are exceptional individuals and they, they're dedicated to what they're striving for and we're here to help them get there. That's great. Well, hopefully uh, some folks in the Big Sky and Bozeman area will give and then they can see you guys in person when you come to visit. Uh, I know another goal that you have personally, Henry, is to see a CEO of a ski resort uh, be African-American at some point. Why stop there? Why not go for the whole mountain? Because if you if you guys took over a mountain, I would want to ski there. Well, you know what? There's a, a gentleman by the name of Sean Mallier. He um he uh started Winter for Kids. Um he took over 
a, a mountain right next in New Jersey, and he's dedicated his his career to promoting skiing among underrepresented youth. Um, so he's doing a great job there. Um, we definitely always support what they're doing. Uh, but again, what you said is correct, you know, and I want to be perfectly clear. In, you know, the snow sports industry grabbed, grabbed a hold of the whole DEI process back when uh, George Floyd was murdered and, and said, let's, um, enough is enough. Let's, let's see what we can do to help um, inclusion within the sport. So I think initially they were equating e inclusion and diversity to mean lift ticket sales to, to black people and people of color. That is the farthest thing from the truth. Okay. Uh, let's not, let's not get delusional and think that that is inclusion. Inclusion is just what you said before. Seeing the organizations, these snow sports industry organizations have people of color and black folks include integral within their infrastructure, within their management. Um, that's what we need to see. And if you look at it from a different perspective and say, okay, this corporation, I go to this corporation, I'm going there to ski and I see a black person is my um, valet or, or is my parking attendant. I go into the resort itself and my server at the restaurant is a, 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 a person of Asian descent. Um, my instructor is a person of Hispanic descent. If I see that, that that's inviting to me. That's telling me that they're trying to do something. If we're planning a summit and we're planning a, or, or another organization is planning an event, and the person that they have to deal with is a person of color. The event planner on that side, the uh, sales, the VP of sales on, on the resort side is a person of color. That's inviting. That says, okay, I don't mind bringing my organization here and having my membership spend their dollars here because I see that internally this organization means to become inclusive. Um, that's slowly, slowly happening. I, I'm going to say it's at a glacial pace, but <laughs> I do see things happening. Yeah. And we're here and we have a platform and we're going to utilize that platform to keep them informed as to their progress or their lack of. Um, so this is what we need to see. That's inclusion. Uh, that's the way I interpret inclusion. Um, being a CEO is definitely on that list of inclusion. Owning a resort, definitely on a list of inclusion. Um, so that's that's what we want to see. Um, and that will trickle down. And you will sell tickets. You will sell more season passes. You know, if I feel invited, I'm going to keep coming back. Wow. I mean, come on, think about it. You've got your favorite restaurant. You go there, they serve what you like. You keep coming back. So, you know, the snow sports industry should serve what we like Good. and we'll keep coming back. I, I totally support you and keep pushing on that door and it'll open uh, and you're doing good work. So thanks very much for doing what you're doing, Henry. It's great talking to you and I look forward to seeing you in Big Sky. 
we do as well. And remember, tell your audience, please, we need all the support we can get. Go to our website, again, mbs.org. Hit that donate button. Help support our team athletes and, and a great cause. There you go. We'll leave it there. Thanks, Henry. Thank you. Explore Big Sky with Corey Marmot wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. If you would like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Is that close enough? Uh, Is that into the mic enough? No, that was great. Really close. 